Recording? Recording. Ready? Yeah. Welcome to the Q Chronicles. All right, everybody, what is up? It's been a hot minute since we've come to you, not live, but from our great room here in our house. Um, <laughs> we hope great you guys. room here in this house. <laughs> True. <laughs> anyway, it's great to be back to talk to you guys. Um, definitely want to apologize because, like, we had said that we were going to do every week, but just with classes and everything, we realized that trying to do it every single week was really ambitious, um, mm -hmm. especially now that we're approaching finals and such. Um, we decided it would be best just to be able to give you to be able to give you guys the quality content that y'all deserve. Um, to instead uh, send one out every other week. Um, so instead of a weekly Wednesday release, we'll be doing um, every other week on Wednesdays. Um, and hopefully be able to fill in some of that time in between with some small different kind of things on our social media or whatever we manage to get our YouTube account running. Maybe small videos or the like um, for those times. But yeah, so thanks for being patient with us, for working with us. And now, on to... Our first segment. Woo-woo. So this one, I'm sure many of you guys have heard about it, is called, Ruthie, take it away. High, low, and buffalo. So a lot of people call us by different, many different things like happy crappy or, you know, um, <laughs> that was only one, but it's fine. Hey, it's all good. So um, today we're just going to be kind of telling you the highs and the lows of our week and then just kind of one random thing about our week. So, buffalo. Albert, would you like to go first? Yes, let's do this. All right. So... We'll start off with the lows. I believe in doing like the bad news first just to get out of the way because then you can like coast on the good news and then maybe throw something random with the buffalo. We'll go with that. <laughs> so my low for this past week was my dynamics test that I had to take on Monday. So I'm a mechanical engineering major and there are lots of classes in there that are really hard and <laughs> dynamics is, you, it, I'm struggling with that, you know? And so we had our, I guess, third test this past week, which was really rough and i'm not sure how i feel about it so that was my low for the week but on the flip side once i completed all that my highs um one was on thursday i got to hang out with some friends go get tacos for life of course social distancing we were in our cars in a parking lot we were separated so uh, uh, we were making sure we were following those rules um but it was good to be able to see them to talk with them um and just hang out because I haven't been able to do that a lot because I've been so busy with school and everything. Yeah. Um, another high for me, because I got two highs, um, <laughs> is finally starting to prepare uh, our boat for the summer. Well, not really yeah. our boat. It's a friend of ours boat, but um, we're kind of working together to get it ready for the summer to take it on the lake. And I'm a huge lake guy, so being able to do that. Um, was a lot of fun because like getting to clean it. I remember just like envisioning myself on the boat in the lake in the middle of the summer, just you know cruising. Oh, <laughs> I'm so excited! It's gonna be great. Same. And then for Buffalo, you know something random. Um, I don't know. Random stuff is hard to get. It's random. Just something completely random. Well, I found out my car needs three different belts to work, and so I bought one. Found out it was the wrong one. Spent about an hour trying to take it out and fix it. it. It's a whole mess. It was an issue. You know, it's okay, but it was something random that I didn't know. And now I know now. Alright, so my high-low buffalo. So I'm going to start with my low as well. So my low was the one day that I worked this week. I was really tired and I got to the end of the day 
And there was this one lady that came to pick something up and uh, I work at Painted Pig, so we do pottery. And she was just being really difficult the entire time that she was there, which is really rough because we were trying to be like polite and nice, you know, as we should be. And um, we just kind of got to this point where we had stayed almost like 20, 30 minutes past when we were supposed to be closed. And uh, we were both just exhausted. So that was kind of sucky. But um, my high was that one of our friends, uh, well, two of our friends turned 16 this week. Um, and happy birthday to Corey and Brock, even though it's already past it, but we still want to shout y'all out because, <laughs> yes, y'all are awesome. Um, and so we got to do a drive by birthday for them, so that was really fun. We got to decorate our cars all crazy and blast music and yell at them and honk our horns, and it was just a really fun time. And then my buffalo is. I think I have I think I have a twenty day streak on Duolingo for learning French. So wow. she is she is appeasing the owl. The owl will not oh be coming gosh. for her tonight. Oh my god. As opposed to coming for me because I am terrible at Duolingo, so we're doing great. Alright, so let's go ahead and get into the main part of our podcast today. So we decided to do kind of a story time podcast. So we have traveled quite a bit in our 17 and 19 years of life and so we just wanted to take some fun stories from those different travels that we had and share them with you guys yeah so we have been like all over the entire eastern seaboard essentially all the way from Mm -hmm. key west to portland maine um and more or less any everywhere in between yeah. <laughs> um, basically, the entire eastern side of the United States, we either traveled through or stayed in for various reasons. Um, and then I've been able to go to Colorado. Um, and of course, we've been to Texas and Oklahoma and the like. So <clears throat> traveling has always been very important to us and our family. Um, yeah, definitely. Something that maybe we're not able to have all the greatest, nicest things or whatever, which is totally fine because we've been able to have such incredible experiences and we just lost power for anybody watching this video. So this should be exciting. Um, Hold it, let me fix this. So anyways, I'll continue because none of the video people, none of the podcast people can actually hear me right now. Um, no, they can. They can. They can't see me. Haha! <laughs> I know what I'm doing. Whoa! Never mind. We didn't lose power. <laughs> We're back. We're back. Ruby just unplugged our lamp. <laughs> Did you think we actually lost? I power? thought we lost power. <laughs> no, I accidentally unplugged it. Okay. okay. Anyways. Never mind. We never lost power. As we were saying. <laughs> so yeah. So our family's always put a big emphasis on travel, um, whether that's been in country or we've been able to go on different occasions to. Places outside of the country, specifically Latin America, because that's where our parents are from. Yeah. So, I don't know, a few years ago, um, my, what, 10th grade year? Yeah, 11th probably. grade year, something like that? I was about 8th or 9th grade. <clears throat> so, we were able to go to El Salvador for the first time. Um, it to, was so much fun. Yeah, to go do some mission work with our family and then see uh, our family members, like our grandpa and stuff like that. Um, and I just remember <laughs> one of my favorite stories to tell from that uh, trip was when we were, uh, when we got stuck going up a volcano. So one cool thing that's kind of mind-blowing about Salvador is there are tons of volcanoes. Like literally in San Salvador, which is the capital where we were staying, you could probably see three or four volcanoes at any point when you're driving throughout the city. Most of them are dormant, so that's not really an issue to worry about, thankfully. Um, But they're all over the place, which is super cool. Mm -hmm. And there's this one... um, really cool one. I think it's called Isalco. Wasn't that one? I don't remember. 
It was one of the volcanoes um, that was really popular that has a really cool uh, tourist overlook that you can go to. Yeah. And so our family was like, well, we should go to there because we like spent the day just exploring and doing stuff like that. We'd actually just seen a uh, Aztec or Mayan temple, um, which was yeah. also absolutely it was crazy. Cool. Yeah, absolutely awesome. crazy. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so we were ending the day with a trip up to the top of this, uh, I about to say pyramid. This volcano. volcano. <laughs> the volcano, exactly. Um, and, you know, it was fun. We were all packed into the van. We had two cars because there was quite a few of us. Um, and we were just kind of cruising. And then all of a sudden, I remember I was in the back seat of this, uh, I guess it was a car. It wasn't a van, was it? it was just a no, car. I think it was just like a sedan or something like that, right? Yeah, I was in the back seat of the sedan um, with my uncle and my dad. And I think one of my cousins. And we were going up the mountain. And all of a sudden, I just hear the engine rev really high and us not go anywhere. I was, at that point, kind of concerned. Um, as I feel like I should have been. Because <laughs> our car was no longer going up the mountain. Um, so, yeah. We pulled over. We're like, oh, no. What's happening? Uh, of course, all the guys. Like, my dad, his brothers. I went over there to check, take a look at it. Just to kind of see what was happening with our car. Yeah. I honestly still don't know what happened that day. I It may have overheated. I'm not sure. We just couldn't get the car to keep going at that point, which was a little stressful because we were trying to make it to the top of the volcano to like take a look and see the cool place because you can see other volcanoes from there. Um, before sunset. <laughs> before sunset, exactly. Because also El Salvador isn't exactly the uh, safest place to be out at night. <laughs> it's uh, like the most dangerous country in the world or something like that. Anyway. Um, <laughs> So yeah, so we were like, well, we got to get to the top somehow so we can go check that out, but our car's not working, and I don't know if our other car has enough, it, it didn't have enough space to fit everybody in there, or so we thought, That more on that later. <laughs> um, so we're kind of there, stuck by the side of the road, and I don't know, did they call the police, or did I think they, they were just driving by, and they saw that like we were stopped on the side of the road, and so I think they were just checking to see if we were doing okay. Yeah, so we were just chilling there, and yeah, like Ruthie said, um, some cops drove by, and also, like, there's a difference between cops in the United States and cops in El Salvador. In El yeah. Salvador, <laughs> they drive around a lot of, like, pickup trucks, because usually they have a few people in the beds with, like, assault rifles, because, again, very dangerous country. Yeah. The police are armed as such. So whenever you see the police, it's kind of sketch, because you never know what's going to happen. Um, <laughs> they drove down, and they were like, hey, what's up, how you guys doing? Uh, what seems to be the problem? We told them, hey, we're trying to get to the top, but our car's not working. Um, but we don't have enough space in our other car or other vehicle to take it to the top. And they're like, you know what? Uh, I don't actually know the exact conversation, but I'm assuming they were like, you know what? It's fine. Um, we'll take you guys to the top. And so of course we had to take a picture with a cop because getting, being in a police vehicle in El Salvador, I, I, it was just a funny moment. We all did it. We posted it on Facebook. It was a great time. We had a lot of laughs. Um, but then we got to ride, at least I did. And I think, did you Ruthie or were you in the van? I was in the van on the way up there. Okay, so I was in the truck with my dad and my cousin, um, and I think one of my uncles. Mm -hmm. And we drove to the top in the back of the pickup truck. Um, a lot of fun. Honestly, yeah. if you've never ridden in the back of a pickup truck, I suggest doing it at one point in your life. Legally, safely. Yes, safely. <laughs> like, if you're going to do it, don't go on the highway and do it. That's <laughs> Please don't. not a good idea. But it's a lot of fun. I, I would recommend it. So we got to the top. Um, it was crazy foggy like i'm talking like i remember we were walking down one section to get to the overlook or the viewpoint or whatever it's called and i looked and it looked like a scene out of stranger things um it was it was crazy it was gorgeous but it, it was, was also so, kind of like eerie it was so beautiful but yeah it was just 
the thickest fog you could ever imagine. You could barely mm. see like five feet in front of you. Yeah. Um, so that being said, when we got to the lookout point, <laughs> couldn't see anything. There was not much to see because <laughs> of the fog. Because there was so much thick fog, yeah. <laughs> it was so thick that you could like see the wind blowing it. Like it was ridiculous. Mm -hmm. We still took a great amount of pictures. It was fun. We messed around for a bit. And then it started getting dark. So we're like, okay, well, we got to get back. Well, of course, when we got back, the police weren't there to be able to take us back down to our vehicle. Um, and I mean, our vehicle wouldn't have worked anyway, so we we're like, oh, no, what do we do? <laughs> Just kind of coast um, down the mountain, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been something. Um, <laughs> I think they managed to call somebody um, mm -hmm. to come help us out, but they weren't able to get to the top of the mountain. So we're like, well, how do we get back to where our car was <laughs> so that we could get down to back to our house um, for the night and everything? This is where we come back to not all of us can fit inside of the minivan that we had. Well, we proved that wrong. Turns out there, we can. <laughs> there were, what, 12 to 14 of us? Yeah, probably. Inside like of this little... Three mini... families. Because there was our family, yeah. like our cousins and yeah. our aunt and uncles. And then there was our, our grandparents. And we yes. were all crammed into this minivan. It was... You know, I'm pretty sure if you would have looked out at, outside at our minivan, it would have looked slammed. There were so <laughs> many of us in there. It was not safe in any way, shape, form, or fashion. But, you know, you do what you got to do. It was getting late. We had to leave. We packed, like, 14 people into, like, a max seven-passenger minivan. It was great. It was a great. It was honestly a great time to be with the family and just yeah. kind of, like, laugh. We were laughing the entire way. It was mm -hmm. awesome. Um, so we finally got back down to the car. Um, their friend had been there, uh, had gotten there to meet up with us. Mm -hmm. And at that point, he would brought a pickup truck, so... The only issue was, well, there's not as much room. Um, and also, it was a nice day. Like, honestly, yeah. the weather in El Salvador is absolutely beautiful. It, it can get like, really hot, like, mm -hmm. midday. But, like, as it approaches the afternoons, we're talking, like, 60 to 70 degrees. It was so Very nice, nice breeze. Because we're also on the top of a volcano, so, like, 5,000 feet in the air. Um, <laughs> and we're, me, Ruthie, and one of our younger cousins, we're just like, you know what? I we'll think just both ride. of them were in there. Both of them? Yeah. Okay. So both of them were in there. We were like, you know what? Let's just go in the back of the pickup truck and ride down because that's going to be fun. Because um, <laughs> honestly, we don't get to do that here in the States that much. So might as well take advantage. So we hopped in the back. Um, and honestly, that was one of the few times, one of the times that I'll like never forget of just mm -hmm. getting to sit there and talk with our cousins. I mean, they're yeah. a solid like 10 years younger than either. Maybe at that point they were. They were. They'd I mean, always they would. be 10 years younger than us. I'm sorry, guys. I'm I'm struggling right now. I didn't realize that. <laughs> yeah, no, they were probably they're probably like five to ten years younger than us. Yeah, so they're still they're fairly younger than us. And I mean, we don't speak as much Spanish as we like to, um, and they speak English, but not as much as I'm sure they would want to. Um, so it was an, it was cool though because we were still able to converse with them and talk with yeah. them. Um, through whatever English and Spanish both of us were able to muster. We in were that like time. comparing English and Spanish words and stuff. So like we'd say something in English and they'd say something in Spanish or something like that. Yeah. We'd be like, okay, well, what is this word? And yeah. then they would ask us what what certain word was. It was really it was fun. just really cool time to bond with cousins, especially since we'd like never met them before, um, and just to make that connection to get to know our family more because I think that's honestly really important to get to know your family and to spend time with them. And so that was one of my favorite experiences ever like travel wise especially with my family yeah. um, so we finally got down to the highway and at that point our uncle was like okay you gotta get in the truck now yeah. like, you know, having back um and so yeah so that was probably one of the craziest just most random stories ever um and one of my favorite times being out of the country um and i don't know it was just it was an experience that i'm never gonna forget for sure yeah 
So, um, so my story, I, so I think about two years ago, I went on a mission trip to Africa. Um, it was honestly such a fun trip. It was so great. And, um, we got to go out to, um, Thailand and work with this school that was out there. And so there was also some, there was like, it was in the middle of like this village and there were a whole bunch of people there and there was a church there, I think as well. Yeah. Preface for and those so, who don't know what the Maasai are, they are like a tribe. They're group yeah, they're in Africa. Yeah, right? they're tri- they're a tribal group out in Kenya. Um, but very anyways, tall. Very tall. yes. <laughs> but anyways, so um, this church, they just wanted to invite us to eat dinner with them um, one night before we left, just to kind of say thank you for us to come down and help them out and just be with them. And um, so we, so I remember I was like, I was kind of excited for it, you know, it was a different experience and we got there and I mean, they had like tables full of food. Like there was so much food. It was so good. And like, if you've ever tried African food, like honestly, like or Kenyan food, it's so, so oh, good. It's incredible. Like you've tried. I've had Kenyan food before. Um. On multiple occasions. Anyways. So, um, so we um anyway so we get to this church and it's just like there's all the food and they start serving us and i'm just taking a little bit of everything you know and just trying to try all the different things and these were made by the villagers and so it was a really really special like opportunity and privilege and like it was really sweet of them to do that and so we sit down and i start eating and i'm sitting next to um one of our like one of some of our missionaries that actually live in Kenya right now and they were kind of hosting us out there and so I was sitting next to him and I was just eating my like bowl of food and I remember I get to this meat and I'm like eating it and it's kind of tough and I was like oh this is kind of different and so I turned to him and I was like oh what kind of meat is this and he was like oh I think it's sheep and just in the distance I just start hearing this sheep like bleeding and like it was just like bad <laughs> I was like and I'm like literally my jaw just dropped and my eyes got big and I was like oh no <laughs> and it was honestly it was hilarious in the moment like I was like he was laughing at me I was laughing at myself but it was just a funny moment to... I only wish I was there for that to see you and to one <laughs> of you because that would have been absolutely hilarious for the the timing that's just impeccable yeah I know that was the thing too it was like literally like perfect timing the fact that I had asked that and then like as I like I had eat, taken a bite and then I asked him and then we heard the sheep in the distance and we both just like died laughing it was hilarious that's incredible yeah. but yeah so that's a lot of fun um but now we're gonna go more towards some of our inter-United States States national (laughs) travel Um, and probably the greatest of our interstate travel is our grand road trip from (laughs) here all the way to Boston, Massachusetts, or no, No, Lawrence, Massachusetts, and then eventually to Portland, Portland, Maine. Maine. So basically we went from pretty far south to about as far north as you can get in the United States. It was long. Oh my (laughs) gosh. Uh, No kidding. So we drove from here to Cincinnati and then Cincinnati all the way to Lawrence. Uh, I think here to Cincinnati is what, like a... It was like 15, 16 hours, right? I think it might have been a little bit less because we got there pretty early. I think it was like 12 hours maybe max with like food breaks and the like um and then from cincinnati to lawrence that was like 15 to 18 15 to 18 hours and it was through like new york too so it was like and like okay like yeah you see like new york city and stuff like that's where like all the like you know all the buildings and all like the streets and a ton of people but like when you're like just going through like the rest of new york it's literally just like trees it's trees trees and trees and farmland (laughs) that's literally all that it is which i guess most i discovered like that's one thing I discovered when we were on that road trip. 
was that most of these large North, New England, uh, Northeastern, or states like that, um, people typically, when they think of them, they think of, oh, New York City, oh, Boston, oh, uh, I don't know, Pittsburgh, or stuff like that, big cities. Majority of these, uh, <clears throat> the majority of these states is pretty much just farmland yeah. and wilderness. Like, yeah, they have some massive cities, and they have a lot of, like, bigger cities. Like, we went through Buffalo. Yeah. We went through <clears throat> Pittsburgh. We went, I mean, of course, we went through Cincinnati. Yeah. Um, and Boston. But besides those, like, I mean, there's your at town every once in a while, but the majority of it is just wilderness, which is really yeah. cool. It's really pretty. Um, it's really, really pretty. It's absolutely gorgeous. I think one of my favorite places when we were driving through Massachusetts, because I think at that point you're getting through, like, the edges of the Appalachian Mountains, mm -hmm. um, it's just it's just gorgeous. And then really also is. driving by the Great Lakes as well. That was yeah, that was incredible. really fun. That was awesome. It was cool to see that. Yeah, no, that was a long road trip though. I remember so long. even I didn't. I honestly didn't drive that much, but I remember the few times that I did drive. I was just like, oh my goodness, are we ever going to get there? <laughs> it was. It was not something that I would say we would ever do again. No, most I'm definitely glad, not. I'm glad, I'm glad that we did it. Don't get me wrong, because it was so much fun to be able to go up there to see family um, and hang out. But driving two full days nonstop on some like straight roads with like nothing. It's, it's exhausting. Oh God. <laughs> and, like we didn't even drive that much compared to like our dad. Yeah. But it was just so, so much. And you're just sitting there in the car, not able to do anything. I got like so stiff from just sitting there. Listening to tons of music. <laughs> oh, so much music. It was, it was an adventure for sure. Yeah, most um, definitely. But as are most of our trips, because I think majority of the trips that we take are typically road trips, just because, I mean, tickets are a little expensive, and also flying out of Little Rock is just, like, the worst thing ever. Yeah. Shout out to all my Arkansans. You guys know the, you guys know the, the struggle. Um, but, yeah, so that was a lot of fun getting to see our family. We got to see some more of our, like, Dominican side of our family, which, let me tell you. It was crazy. You ain't around <laughs> a party till you party with Dominicans. That's just the fact of the matter. And they just keep coming and they're all related. <laughs> they're all related and they all talk at an unnecessarily loud volume. Um, <laughs> and I remember we had like a big party to celebrate our grandma because um, it was her birthday. And <laughs> halfway through the party, I remember walking into the room that my parents were staying in and finding all like Ruthie, Anna, yep. her older sister, <laughs> and our dad all like on the bed just sitting there. Yep. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> it was just it was just it's, it's just an interesting experience. Yeah, no, I remember we just like we just needed a minute away. It's just like you get out there and literally like your ears are ringing, you come out of it. It's it was ridiculous. So much fun though. Oh. And like the food was quality cuz like you, they yeah. all brought like it was like a potluck essentially, so everybody brought like a whole bunch of different kinds of foods. And it was so good. Like, oh, so, so good. So good. So, incredible food. Incredible people. It was just a lot. Especially for introverts like us who yeah. <laughs> don't like to be around large groups of people at all times. It was a, it was, it was a bit much. Yeah. But nonetheless, but... it was a really cool experience. And definitely another thing that I'm just never going to be able to forget just because how awesome it was. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, in January, I had decided... I had found out that John Bellion would be going on tour. And... I'm a huge fan of John Bellion, but so is Ruthie. And I was like, you know what? For her birthday, I want to be able to get her some tickets to John Bellion's concert. Um, and I was super excited because obviously, like I said, I love John Bellion. Um, but also, I just knew this would be a really cool thing um, now that I was, this was, I mean, I was last year, so I was older. My parents would trust me to 
be more or less by myself with my sister in a big city um, and not really worry about us as much. And I was like, you know what, we're gonna do it. So bought the tickets and then I waited till what, like April? I don't remember. I remember it was somewhere around ACT, like the end of ACT. Okay, so that might have been, so I was like maybe late April or early May, something like that when mm-hmm. I came back. Um, and I had waited so long and trust me, it was a process. Cause like I had to make sure I got the tickets and make sure she didn't see them. And then all that. But then I finally was able to surprise her with the tickets after she got back her ACT scores and was really excited. Yeah. Um, I remember that I was just sitting there and, um, that was like literally like you would have asked anybody like at the time, like what was the one thing that like I was like genuinely if you want to get this for me for my birthday I will be so happy like ecstatic and um I remember that I was like sitting at the dinner table and I think I was facetiming Anna was I no so this was in like May then like May or June because our sister went and spent the summer in Maine working at a architecture or interior design firm up there and um I remember that I was just like I was sitting there and I was facetiming her or no Maybe you were FaceTiming her. Somebody was FaceTiming her. And, um, she, anyway, so I was like, I finished eating dinner. Alberto walked in the room with this envelope in his hand. And I was like, what is it? And I was kind of thinking about it. And I was like, there's a slight possibility these could be John Villain tickets. But I was like, no way. Like, no way. And I remember that I just, like, opened them. And I saw that it was John Villain. And I was like, no way. And I was, like, freaking out. And I saw that it was in Chicago, which is really, really cool, too. Um, and it was literally like the day after my birthday. So my birthday was July 26th and it was on the 27th and I was so excited. I was like, no way. And I was flipping out. It was so much fun. That was so, so much fun. Yes. And so, um, later then on our way back from that huge road trip, me and Alberto went off kind of on our own to Chicago while our parents stayed back in Cincinnati with some friends. And, um, it was just really cool. It was a really fun experience. We got to hang out in West Chicago for most of the time. And then, um, on the day of the concert, we went to Chicago. We got to go to Navy Pier, um, and that was a trip because we went there, and it was really fun. It was really great. We had eaten food, but as we were coming out of Navy Pier, uh-huh. we were like, we need an Uber to be- the Bean because we didn't want to like walk there because it was like over some like highways or something like that. And so then we, um, so we called an Uber, and this Uber like took forever to get there. Literally, like we were waiting for I don't know what, like maybe twenty minutes or it so. Was bad. And it literally took maybe like two or three calling two or three Ubers to finally get one. And like even then we couldn't get one like right out of Navy Pier. Mm. Like we had to walk all the way over to this other street and finally they picked us up it and was, we were It was one of those things that was like I was about to call the Uber president and be like, yo, what is wrong with your services? This ain't going right. <laughs> we had to call so many and wait so long to finally get the one like Ruthie said. We literally had to like leave Navy Pier to get our Uber. You know, and so then we finally, we got this Uber out to the Bean, I think. And then we, um, so we got there. We took some pictures like really quick because at this point we were like, we need to go get in line because we need to get good, like mm-hmm. we need to get good space because it was general admission. So it was like literally just a whole bunch of people jumping in this like mosh pit um and so we got to this we got to the bean we took pictures and from there we got another uber to um all the way to where like the concert was and so then we got there and we sat in line for maybe like an hour and we were just waiting and trying to figure out also kind of which line we were supposed to be in but um we finally got into the concert and like I remember that we were with some friends and two of us ran to the pit so we could get like a good spot (laughs) 
And then the other two of us, um, the other two of us went to get. I think you all got merch, right? Yeah, we went and got merch. So yeah, like Ruthie and one of my one of our friends went down um, to get us, of course, spots because again, general admission. We wanted to get as close as we could to the stage, um, especially since we'd been there for so long. Um, yeah. And then me and another friend, we went to go to the. What is it? Like kind of like a merch shop, like a yeah. little booth kind of thing. The merch booth, because there was some sick merch from like the tour. Yeah. Um, and it's we really went awesome. up there. We were able to get the merch. So awesome. Um, and then we went down to join them in the pit. Took some pictures, because you know, it's what you do when you're at a concert. And then, quite possibly one of the greatest two-hour awesome. events of my life happened. It was so, so good. It was like, I remember it like, honestly, okay, so they had like a pre-show. Like that was like really cool. Oh, pre-show was, well, part of the pre-show was cool. <laughs> Lawrence, the band, they were awesome. They were really fun. Marky, Marky Bassey, I think. Oh, and he yeah. was he was good, but yeah. like there were some points where it was just kind of like, eh, like it could be better, honestly. It, it could have been a lot better. I, I would agree with that. Um, but anyways, and so we anyway, so we got like the concert was awesome. I remember even like John Bellion came out at the beginning and he kinda of stood at the top of these like um He had what his was dog. It? Yeah, he had his dog. What were he they had though? He said like, it was, like, way up high. It was, like, the two, like, pillar things on the side. Yeah, it was, like, the like different scaffolding. Stand, scaffolding stand type things, yeah. Yeah. Just, like, the whole concert. It was just, like, oh. such a fun experience. I mean, there were some moments where it was rough. Um, I actually came out. I remember that we were on the way back. We were sitting on the train, and I just looked down at my shoe, and there's just, like, spots of blood on my shoe, which was highly concerning. Wait, when was this? It was on the way back. On the way oh. back, I was sitting in the train, and I think I don't know if that was just that, like I had stepped on somebody or something like that, which is awful, and I feel terrible <laughs> for. But like literally, everybody was just jumping. Like oh. everybody was jumping, everybody was singing. Like it was straight up mosh. It was like literally like body to body, which was kind of overwhelming at some points. Not gonna lie, some people passed out. Um, oh yeah, so there was a couple points where he was trying to do one of his last songs. Um, in the set, I don't know if it was an encore or if it was like the last song in the set, yeah. but he was trying to do it and literally he had to stop the song three times because like people kept passing, people out. kept passing out. Cause it was like, it was, I mean, this was middle of the summer and yeah, it Chicago's was like, not as hot, yeah, but there were so many people crammed in one area and it there like, was not that much wind or anything. Yeah. Cause and everybody so, was so packed so tightly. Oh yeah. It was packed. And so people kept passing out. So literally three people passed out or were about to pass out when he was starting his final song and he stopped the entire show and like made sure that they were okay which what a guy like god bless (laughs) and he was he's incredible that was awesome it was really great and so anyways i remember like you know it was like the very last song like we were all partying it up it was really great and we got out we were all like mildly dehydrated but (laughs) i think we could barely even talk we were so dehydrated there was no water anywhere and then like everybody was rushing to the water for like stands and stuff like that so literally we had like no water it was but finally we got out of like the concert area we kind of walked a little bit so we could get an uber and like at this point it was like maybe twelve thirty, and we were trying right. to make like what the like one thirty train or something like that um yeah something like that we had um, it was like the last train out of chicago to yeah like chicago that night and so it's and like we were like we have, to, have make to make this and so i remember that but i remember that like the uber that we rode in was like driving like crazy oh my gosh so I, most of like all ruthie and our friends they were in the back seat um pretty much knocked mm-hmm. out at that point, and I was the only one who was mostly awake at that point. Um, on the ride back, we were driving through the streets of Chicago like we were being chased by someone. This it man was, it was, was crazy. flying. He almost hit a freaking pedestrian at yeah, one point. I think he was driving and he was like crossing in and out of lanes. And at one point, we get to this 
like intersection he's like zooming through because like there's no light walk, yeah. but there's somebody walking straight across and i see this person walking across and i'm like oh sure this guy's gonna slow down he does he did it, it. <laughs> this man just goes and zooms and i was like oh my goodness we're gonna literally get in trouble for like hitting somebody while in this uber in midnight no, in chicago this is not gonna be good i can't was, do this it was crazy but we finally got to the train station Ooh. we were alive and we were like running in and like or no, I don't think at this point. I think we were just we just went inside. Yeah, we had and, time at this yeah, point. Yeah, we had time, time, and I think the only two restaurants in the train station that were open were Taco Bell oh, and yes. Popeyes. Was it Popeyes? I don't know if it was Popeyes. It might have been like McDonald's or something like that. It was yeah. It was one of those like you know like Fast food. yes like um and so we so I think we all got Taco Bell and we all just God sat down Taco and we Bell. were honestly Taco Bell's great. God bless Taco Bell. <laughs> and so we just kind of ate our Taco Bell and then. We headed back on the train, and then we got back into West Chicago at, like, 2 in the morning. Oh, uh, we were wiped out, like, so exhausted. And the thing is, me and Ruthie had to leave the next morning at, like, at like 5 six. or yeah. 6 to go pick up our parents to come back to Little Rock, because that was when we were heading back. Yeah. Um, it was insane. It was <laughs> it was an insane day, an insane night. We were so tired, because we'd basically been going nonstop the time we'd yeah. been there. I literally up so late. I literally slept, like, the entire way back, from, like, oh. from Chicago to Little Rock. Yeah. I slept the entire way back, woke up only for lunch. <laughs> I drove us to pick up our parents in the morning, and then I got in the backseat and basically slept the entire way as well. Um, yeah, it was a crazy, fun time. Uh, definitely another time that I'm sure either of us are never going to forget, just for how much fun it was to be with friends, yeah. to hang out together, brother, sister, taking on the big city. Yeah, um, it was really great. It was awesome. Yeah. So... I hope you guys enjoyed our travel stories, uh, just to kind of hear some of the fun things that we've been able to experience in our short yet crazy lives that we've had so far. Yeah. Um, and now, kind of to close, we're going to start off with a new segment. Another uh, new segment. Another <laughs> new segment. What do you know? So, um, this segment is where we are going to be kind of updating you slash reviewing series or music or just kind of like media that we've been loving lately. Exactly. So, Alberto, would you like to start? No, you take it away. I took the Hilo Buffalo. You take this one. Okay. So, um, I've actually been listening to pretty much the same stuff recently, trying to find some new things, but um, for series, so my favorite show almost ever is Gilmore Girls, and so I've been re-watching that, and it has been hilarious and exciting, and um, I'm watching with one of my friends, and it's honestly hilarious to see all of their reactions, like, literally, we have the best time, it's so much fun. (laughs) I aspire to be Lorelai Gilmore at one point in my life, just because her, like, ability to, like, her wit is so quick. Them clapbacks are just boom, 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 out of nowhere. It's hilarious. It's incredible. If we could, if we could achieve that level of just commentary. (laughs) Podcasts would be on point. Oh, it would be the greatest (laughs) thing ever. We'd make millions. Um, (laughs) well, for me, um, I've got a little bit of music and a little bit of series, um, Neither of them are new. They're both fairly old artists and series, but they're ones that I've essentially rediscovered um, and gotten into lately. Um, One is, for my series, it would be Daredevil. Um, I've always wanted to watch it. I've never been somebody who's been very consistent on watching television shows just because I'm not a huge fan of TV or movies in general. You can ask me. I've probably never watched anything you guys have watched. It's a thing. Um, but I do occasionally find shows that I'm really, that I really like and really get into and, uh, finally got access to Netflix, 
started watching it this past week. I'm already like halfway through the second season and it's been like four days. <laughs> um, so you could say I'm enjoying it, but it's <laughs> so good. Um, yeah. Definitely recommend watching it if you haven't already. Especially I, if you like true crime type stuff and vigilante heroism stuffs. Yeah, no, I'm definitely interested. I think that once I get through Gilmore Girls, I'm most definitely going to start trying to watch Daredevil. It, it looks is. so interesting. Oh, it's so good. And then music-wise, um, again, he's been around for a while, but Oliver Tree. Um, oh, yeah. I never really like considered him much um, just because... I don't know. He just didn't seem like my style of music um, when I'd first heard about him. Um, but then one of my friends showed me one of his songs that I really liked. I'm not going to name the song because this is a family-friendly show. <laughs> um, but after that... <laughs> if I've, you know, you know. <laughs> if you know, you know. Great song. Again, not very family-friendly, so I'm not, not going to do that here. But... Um, lots of his other stuff is just incredible. It's like a really cool like vibe of a mix of I don't know like hip hop, yeah, um, a little bit of rap, a little bit of a little bit of rock. I, I want to say as much R and B, more really? like rock, um, hip hop, rap type stuff. Anyways, it's really good, and I've been listening to his album, his, I guess EPs nonstop um, for the past couple of days. So yeah, those are some of our picks for the week. Um, yeah. If y'all have any good show suggestions that y'all are watching or music suggestions, DM us. Hit us up. Send us an email. Heck our yeah. Instagram handle is the Q Chronicles, yes. and our email is the official Q Chronicles at gmail.com. Yes. Also, not only send us music and show suggestions, also send us questions for our Q and A. Woo woo! So we're wanting to, you know, tell you guys the essential Quintero. Um, who we are, what we do, whatever you guys want to know, whatever you guys want to ask. It can be questions about us, questions what about me, questions about Ruthie, or just random questions <laughs> that you want to see us try and answer. Because trust me, we can answer very well. We're very good at answering questions. Yes. We are so good. So yeah. send them to those things Ruthie mentioned earlier, our Instagram, the Q Chronicles, and our email, the official Q Chronicles at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, Thanks so much for tuning in to our podcast today. Oh, yeah. We hope you guys have an awesome week, two weeks, whenever you guys hear from us next. And remember, it's Quintero time. time.